What is up, everybody? This is Wes Hoffman, and this is another episode of Wes Hoffman with Friends. This episode is with my dear friend, Danny Zoffness. Uh, Danny and I have known each other for probably about three years now. Um, we met through a mutual connection, and mutual connection, <laughs> and we just uh, immediately hit it off, and we have done a couple podcasts together um, a few years ago during that time where we um, co-hosted a couple together and talked about a bunch of deep stuff, and um, uh, he has a new podcast out now that's called In Focus, Candid Conversations with Creatives, and uh, you can check it out on Spotify and um, anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. Um, again, that's in focus. Um, check it out. Danny is just an awesome guy. He's an empath. Um, and we talk about empathy. We talk about uh, personal growth, just everything else that following the theme that uh, we talk about with this podcast. So um, give him a follow. It's at dzoffness on Instagram. And uh, check out his podcast as well, like I said before. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I took a couple weeks off. I just needed to think about some stuff and kind of um, wanted to just take a minute to, to kind of step back. And, and um, I might do that from time to time. You know, this is just kind of uh, – I'm going to try to get these out every week if I can. Um, I really am uh, – I don't want to say I'm going to try. That's, that's really my goal. But sometimes there's things going on personally or there's things going on in the world that might – uh, throw a little wrench in that plan, and I think that that is okay. So uh, I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. If you do, please give it a share on social media, on Instagram. If you share it and tag me at Wesley Hoffman, I'll share it out to the rest of the world, to my world as well. So thanks to everybody who's been listening. Uh, we have been getting a lot of people just that are interested and who have been sharing. So if that's you, uh, thank you for sharing. <laughs> and I um, uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next time. Zoffness, how you doing, my man? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, in true form, uh, I have to tell you how much I love you uh, because <laughs> that's what I do on this podcast. Uh, I got, got um, a lot of, lot of love for you too. Wes. We, I mean, we've been friends now for uh, like three years, I think. I'd say two to three for yeah. sure. Yeah, and um, you're one of the first people that I met who uh, I really identified with, like the empath. Um, mm -hmm. like you're an empath and I'm an empath and I had not, uh, it was actually Becky Schoenig who introduced mm -hmm. us and I had not heard of what that, I had heard that word before and people had always told me that I had empathy when I was, ever since I was like a little kid, but I never really understood what that meant until you and I mm -hmm. started having some of these conversations about like feeling other people's feelings and, right. and how that, how that is like a blessing and a curse um, in yeah. many ways, but, um, I was just thinking, as you said that I was thinking, gosh, my perspective on that is similar, but it's, it's been, you know, a couple of years at least since we talked about it last and the, what I've learned about my empathy and having to control it and use it in a way that's like, you know, be conscious of it is it's a whole new thing. So I have, I have, I have a, 
and it quote unquote evolved. I'm saying evolved that way because I'm not like saying I'm done evolving, but it evolved perspective on it since last time. Yeah, yeah, dude, me too, me too, because um, I have to realize that sometimes what I'm feeling is not my emotion. It's like mm -hmm. I'm feeling I'm feeling sadness for somebody else, like, or I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm I'm taking on their emotional burden. I'm like doing their like uh, if somebody if I talk to a friend and they're angry or upset or sad, I will leave that conversation feeling angry or upset or sad. And right. it's not because that's really how I feel. I have to kind of look at it with this filter of like that's somebody else's problem, and mm -hmm. I'm taking it on as my own. Do you ever? <laughs> I, I, I suffer less from that aspect of it. it. It can get my energy down and get me a little bit bummed out. But what happens to me is, especially with people I love and care about and are closer to me, I feel, I'll feel, I'll sense whatever I'm sensing. I'll usually ask, like, is something wrong? Or, like, are you okay? Or, like, sometimes even when I was doing the stuff of Paradigm, I'd, someone would come back and I could tell they were emotional or upset. I'd be like, are you going to cry? And they'd be like, I'm just so. I'm just so exhausted, worn out, and stressed out. And, but my point is that I don't necessarily uh, find myself feeling like them. I almost, but I do feel very compelled to like help them and yeah. like f fix them. Is that something? Is that something you go through? Oh yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I want to fix everybody's problems because I I want them because I feel because I'm like mm -hmm. if somebody's telling me a problem, I will feel like. Oh my God, I know exactly how that feels and I want to fix this for you so that you don't feel right. that way anymore. Let, let me, so, so, so you just said there was a segue. So you said, I know how this feels. So, so what do you think about this? So there's certain people in my life who I'm very close to who have experienced things in their past from childhood on that are things that I've never experienced that are not good that, you know, will, will stick with somebody, right? Trauma type stuff, real trauma stuff. What I've read about and learned about is that people who go through that, and I think people in general, well, especially people who go through that, that kind of stuff, have a very difficult time, and I would say rightfully so, in believing that anybody who hasn't gone through something like them can relate to them. So when I try to help these people who I, in my life that have gone through things that I haven't gone through and try to relate to them and, and, and assure them that Although it's not the same, I understand the feeling. They, they, they cannot, and again, I understand why, they cannot allow themselves to allow that person to relate to them, which I think, and then in turn, can cause, you know, um, it can cause, I, I'm going to say lack of connection, but it's not quite the term I'm looking for. It makes it difficult. I mean, it makes it difficult to relate, and I think relating is important. Absolutely, man. I, I think that and I, I'm usually on the other side of that sometimes with my family. Like, I, I'll be like, you know, you guys have never, you know, you don't know, you don't have the same perspective that I have because mm -hmm. you haven't been through what I've been through. So you can't mm -hmm. relate, you know, and mm -hmm. sometimes there is, it, uh, it doesn't create like a disconnection, but like maybe a little bit of a barrier of like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm, you know, but I, but I, I think that in your situation, in what you're talking about with trauma, you know, the two, the two things are a little bit different. Like with trauma, I think you can understand, you can use your imagination and your empathy to, to 
understand how would I feel if I was in this like really fucked up situation like mm-hmm. I can only imagine I would feel trapped and scared mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like frightened and worried mm-hmm. and and you've felt all those emotions before so you mm-hmm. can even though you haven't went through that same exact experience you can you know those feelings but I will say this to that I, I will say this and this is again this is part of the more evolved perspective I have now is that I do know now and I believe more so now than before that although I can like when it comes to extremes especially in what we're talking about with trauma no matter what level or, or who goes through it I like I said I've never been through it never had any real trauma in my life ever. I mean I've experienced trauma like around me but never to me so and I and I so I don't know what it's like and, 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 I, and I understand now that although I can try to relate to someone who's gone through it, um, I think that's about as far or that, that's as far as I can get. And I, and I also, uh, talking about the word trying, I, there's a, some professor from some school gave a TED Talk and I watched it a year or two ago and he talked about, he did a study with his graduate students about what is empathy essentially. And they, through all these, like a year and a half long, or give or take, you can fact check that, like ongoing sort of like all of his grad students did the self-evaluating what empathy meant to them. They like tracked these things that were specific to empathy and understanding. And what they came to is that empathy isn't, is not only the ability to kind of understand or feel what other people feel, but it's, it's really what it is, is the, the willingness to try. Mm. Because, because to, the, to the point I'm making that we cannot, we don't know what it's like, even if, person A and person B go through a similar experience, it's never going to be the same because their experiences leading up to that shared experience are going to be different. So they have a different lens. They see it differently. They feel it differently. They have a different connotation of it. So I guess what I'm just trying to say is like I've learned that although I can feel someone's pain and I can feel the energy of a room and I can, especially when it's some sad or mad or distraught, I can really feel people's emotion and I can tune into it instantly all I can do is try to understand it versus convincing them or trying to convince them. I know what it's like. Yeah. 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 I I think it's, yeah, it's hard to convince for sure. Like I've given up on the convincing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, no point. Just trying my best over here. I I like that. I mean, I, I think it's, it's interesting because I think everybody, I, I talked about this in a, in a, previous episode where I talked about how like I think everybody can have empathy if they try like everybody everybody can experience empathy like like everybody has an imagination even though I'm 37 years old like I have a very active avid imagination like I daydream all the time I get way too like emotional about things (laughs) things <laughs> and, <laughs> and like um in a, sometimes in a good way but like everybody can use their imagination your imagination doesn't go away so mm-hmm. if you if well, you, I, you know i want to be clear on one quick thing when i say yeah. try I, i'm sorry to interrupt i just want to be clear You're good. I, I, so I, when i say i guess what i'm saying when i use the word try i guess you have to like alter your definition of empathy so empathy like if it everything i just said is a preface of if you are going with the idea that the definition of empathy is trying to understand or trying to relate to other people versus trying to be empathetic. Does that make sense what I'm saying? So like empathy is the effort of trying to relate to mm. other people or trying to understand someone versus trying to be empathetic. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. That makes sense. 
so so it's like empathy is in my opinion because i agree with this guy based on a study based on what he talked about and i can maybe share the link with you and you could share it so it makes more sense to the people but it's the idea that empathy is trying to understand or trying to relate to others because the truth is we like we can't like only to a certain extent because our experiences are different no matter what does that make sense yes yes because okay Okay. Yeah, but it's like it's the idea of if I was this person and I went through everything mm-hmm. they went through, then here's how I would feel. Like like putting yourself right, in their shoes. Like and right. yeah, yeah, and and my I think like the difference of having empathy and being an empath is like or 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 trying to show empathy is like mm-hmm. I will take I just immediately feel it. I don't have to try. Yeah, like there's no control. I, I don't that's have right, to try at all. Like and, and yeah, exactly right. And it's almost like for me, Wes. Even for me, that like like that, this goes back to being at at, at the, the marketing firm I was at, and like people like uh, co like people would come back to have a meeting about something with me one on one, and they would start to talk about whatever they were meeting about, and that's when I and I'd be looking at them and I could just all I'm thinking and feeling is like this person's not okay. I don't give a shit what they're talking about. I don't give a shit. I have no idea what they're saying right now. All I know and feel, all I am seeing and feeling is this person's got essentially tears rolled up in their eyes and are about to cry. So I have to be like, I, and many, many times, and this is what I was referencing earlier. I've been like, you know, so-and-so are you going to cry? Like, are you like, are you okay? Like something wrong? And they'll stop and like, we'll have a chat. They'll release whatever's inside. And then we can continue. And it's like, I'm so to, to what you're saying. I'm so distracted by it sometimes that I cannot. And it, it, I always feel so weird talking about this way because I, it makes me feel a little bit like people like, man, this guy must be kooky, but it's like, I cannot sometimes function. And that's, you know, you know, there's other parts of my life where being distracted by that feeling, especially my relationship with my significant other. It's like, man, it's like, I, I wish I had more control over it, especially <laughs> with her because it's, it's not always needed. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. I would agree. And, and I, I like, okay. So, are you also the type – I would think that you're also – and this is part of probably like why we became such good friends so fast is like – It's just a – it's, 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 it's our connection. It's what, it's what um, connected us. I, it's a little tangent, but I, I met a photographer who happened to go with high school with my significant other, and he, he shared on Instagram. You may know him. It's called, his name's at C, I think it's at C. Bauer Photo, something like that. Oh, it's I know. Really yeah, creative. yeah. Chris Bauer. Yeah. I think it's Chris. Yeah, Chris yeah. Bauer. So he – on his Instagram story the other day, put a put a had a nail up in his nose, and then like the, this Instagram story was like him just pulling out this long nail from in his nose, and I, of course I reacted, and he was like ha ha ha, and he's like this is how I connect, this is my connector with this, with people, and I was like oh I'm using that, it's like you know we all have the you know I believe we're all connected, and I think that just like it's like with that guy, it's like I don't know I met that guy one time in real life, right? But like that one little thing he put up there create another connection it's like i i i responded to the, the image we had an interaction we had a little a virtual laugh and we moved on same with you and me it's like we connected over this empathy thing over being empathetic and understanding you know the the, the podcast i'm doing is is a huge way for me to connect with people and it's i get to connect on like these little you know relatively deep bigger bigger topics and conversations which i love sorry for that tangent there no dude uh, hey you're you're the guest on the podcast. I, I want you to That's true. talk yeah. as much as, as you possibly want. So let me ask you this. Like one thing that uh, I have realized and you're I feel like you're this way too because I feel this way when I'm around you is like 
people will tell me their their life like strangers feel like they can yes. tell me their life they feel like they can approach me and they feel like yes. they can tell me their life story without ever meeting me yeah. ever before like they just it's it's a sense they they sense mm-hmm. that oh I can talk to this guy he's not going to judge me or like be a dick he's going to like actually listen and I've noticed that with um you know when I did treehouse and stuff like that like people mm-hmm. Like I'm a connector, so like Pete Ben, and since I'm very open, like I'm also with astrology, like I'm a Pisces, so I'm like mm-hmm. I'm just really open, and like everybody, I, I'm open to everyone. But like I feel like people, uh, like are drawn to that openness. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, but here's what you know. I don't know if I'm a, I don't know what it's called, like a narcissist or a, or a, I don't know what the right word is. But as you talk, the first thing, all I'm thinking is like. I feel completely aligned with that with many, many, many people in the world and in my life. But what I think is interesting is that there's certain people who are close to me who, who perceive me a different way and have, and have told me that they can't understand at times how this could be what we're, you know, being open, people telling me a lot without knowing me can be true. It's like, how could they, so, so, I guess, yes, I feel that way. That is true for my life. I am definitely the kind of person that people feel comfortable talking to. I've, I've heard people have shared things with me that they don't share with other people. I had, a, I had a, a person in my life recently who I barely knew at all and had very recently met. It came out, came out not, not, I wouldn't say came out to me, but like I was one of the first three or four people that this person told, yes. which I was just like, whoa, like, that's why. Like, like whoa you know and even doing the podcast like doing my podcast it's like people like we'll sit down and we'll start talking and people are always a little bit nervous at first especially people who i mean i'm comfortable doing it but like a lot of people get a little bit nervous they just but at every time by the end of it especially with the people who were nervous at first have, have came to me afterwards and was like dude i've never talked about that i'm I, you know that's I, i'm not sure why i did that or that was really cool i you make it really easy to talk to so I'm not sure how or why, and I again, I feel a little bit uh, not egotistical, but I feel a little bit silly talking about myself like that. No, but like, no. <laughs> in my in my experience, I would say that the vast majority of people I, I meet or come across, whether they meet me and become friends or meet me once or twice, that is a sentiment I've heard before from from people that I'm easy to talk to. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, when I when I do life coaching, um, I. I people will will cry or even or career mm-hmm. coaching people will cry and they feel i and i love that because it's like it makes me feel like people have permission to do that and then i'm not going to judge them you know? See, he, and here's the thing that drives me fucking crazy and maybe this is part of the energy i put off to the right people at the right times. but it's like we're all people like it doesn't matter like like to me, the idea of going to work upset and not feeling free or comfortable to be able to address that with someone there or take—I don't know—it's just the idea of like we're all people, we all go through shit. Nobody's life is easy or perfect. It's like why are we pretending like that because the you know because this person owns a company, his life is easier because this person doesn't have a lot of responsibilities. Their life—it's like no, it's like all the same. Like my struggle doesn't compare to anyone else's struggle but it's still a fucking struggle my worries and stresses don't compare to everyone else's but it's like there's still worries and stresses so it's like i guess to what you're saying it's like 
maybe the energy we're putting off is the energy of like it's okay because we're all people like you don't have to pretend like you're someone you're not <laughs> yeah you pretend like you're okay or you don't have to pretend like that you're not a human being it's like this is it's, it's like and i get frustrated with people especially people that are close to me friends family whoever it's like why are we like doing this like let's just be okay and cool <laughs> just love each other yeah yeah <laughs> it, it's, it's dude. It's, just, it's not. It's just when you say things like that, it sounds so silly. But no, it's just, it's like, everything is uh, okay. It's like dude, I know, but it's just. It's, it, 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 we're so programmed to believe that that's absurd. That as I say it, it just sounds absurd. It 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 sounds yeah. It sounds like uh, I I think like woo woo hippie bullshit. You know what I mean? Like that's but that's, it's real though. But, but it's right, it's but totally it's real. real. <laughs> right. It's totally right. real, dude. Like and. And that's that. Like we all have emotions, we all feel feelings, and right. um, I I know I'm I I know that there are people that are probably put off by the fact that like I'm a 37 year old gr- grown man, and I'm not afraid to cry on Instagram, or I'm not afraid mm-hmm. to show emotion openly. And mm-hmm. I know that there's people that are probably put off by that and think that I'm weak. But like, right, but you do, you, you do, you're right, but you do know that, and this is something else I've learned and involved with a lot of things. It's like, especially when it comes to like feeling the, the, the someone else's stuff, it's like, this goes back to the, you know, different lens and different experiences. It's like, they're probably feeling that way of like people, and I'm guilty of it in certain ways, but like when we judge or when we, I think that when I feel angry or icky about something someone else is doing, it's probably because I have my own issue with it. Yes. I'll, I'll, even, yes. I'll even give you an example. I'll even give you an example. You, with your Instagram story recently, you were crying on Instagram. I remember that. And I watched it. And I fucking know you, so I understand what's happening. But, like, my 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 uh, caveman reaction was, like, how is this dude on this thing crying right now? And it wasn't like, oh, what a pussy, or, oh, you should be doing that. It was more like this, like what we're talking about. It's like, I'm, like I, because I would never do that. How could anyone else do that? Yes, and we all yes. and we all have those things about different things, and it's, and it comes out sometimes like an asshole. It can come out as a judgment. It can come out as very negative things. But ultimately, I'd say that ninety nine percent of the time is because that person has their own problem with it. Yeah, so I say, yeah, and that's something else I've learned. It's like, and especially people with trauma, it's like you can't expect people who have not gone through trauma, and you definitely can't expect people who have gone through trauma to to. Um, always deliver when it comes to being understanding of what other people are going to do that they can't do or have an issue with themselves. Yeah, dude. And I used to be that way. I used to be like, uh, you know, everything. I, I'm not that way anymore. Like, cause I don't see a lot of things on Instagram, on like social media that I like am judgmental about. I've, I guess I've like really worked on like letting go of my judgment that's well, it's, but it's also it's you worked on yourself. It's you, whatever whatever caused you to have that judgment against yourself and for yourself, you you ironed out, and so you don't have, feel it and have it towards others. In my opinion, yeah, yeah, and it's it's more of like when I see somebody doing something that I wouldn't do. Like, um, I don't really like to talk about politics on uh, social media. So when I see other people doing it, I'm like, I don't judge, but I'm just like, eh, I wouldn't do that, but. It's okay that right. they do, like, you know, and I, I feel like, um, you know, I okay. don't want, I, one of my passions is, like, really to show people, too, that, like, it's okay to show, like, 
Instagram is a fucking joke when it comes to like we're all we want to post is our highlights and like mm-hmm. you know what I I'm like kind of over that like yeah I've had some amazing highlights dude like I've 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 like I've done some shit <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know some stuff that I feel like was really exciting and right I don't like now I'm kind of like hey let's let's like show the shadows like the the BTS behind the scenes you know like. Right, Let's right. show like the real moments, and um, it's really interesting because like when I do post stuff like that, and it took it takes a lot of courage because like that's like you know I'm pretty vulnerable when I when when I'm if I'm posting something that's like really emotional, but when right. I do, most of the time people will respond and be like, "Dude, I love you, man!" Like I like. And it's like they feel bad, like they think something is wrong, and nothing is wrong. I'm just showing emotion. That's all and, I'm and doing. And, like, right, and, and that, right, and that ties back. That to me, that ties back into the idea of like, when you act from a pure place, it works. It it does what it's supposed to do. So if like you're gonna put yourself out there that way and and and, and show emotions, like because it's like people under fucking stand that. It's like even though they may not be used to, I mean, even though as a society or culture we, we are less inclined to talk about these things or show these things like people are responding to you because it's a real pure thing that people can relate to it's like a it's like an undeniable oh, i don't yeah. know how to explain it. it's like like it's like you can't argue like everyone knows what it's like to feel sad everyone knows what it's like to be happy everyone knows what it's like to be afraid now do those you know does it come really afraid and like sort of afraid yeah but I'm, so it's just a and also tying into that, I want to ask you, like, the things referencing when I saw you crying on Instagram, my kind of guttural thought was, like, why is he doing that? Or even, like, your example, like, talking about politics. Do you ever feel like that the things that kind of feel like turn you off also are things that if you were to do, it would it would be the right thing to do? I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but, like... Um, for example, although right now I would have a hard time getting that emotional on a social media platform, my, in the same feeling of why would someone else do that, the feeling that comes right behind it is like, I wish I could do that. Mm. Does that make sense? Do you, do you ever get that where it's like, or even like politics, it's like, I hear these people talking about politics and I have a fucking opinion about it and I would like my opinion to be heard, but like, I get so annoyed with people talking about politics, but then the, the feeling right after that is, I wish I had enough balls to save my piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does that, does that make Dude, sense? That that was part of that for for me with that thing, you know. And it was like uh, about a week ago with like the the whole thing that happened with this Ahmad Arbery uh, um, case. I, mm-hmm. Dude, it was like I felt I felt powerless. I felt helpless. I felt out of control in this world. Mm-hmm. That like there's a lot of you know I'm a really positive person but like there's a lot of darkness in the world like we are like our world is like so fucked up right now especially mm-hmm. with like this coronavirus and the economy and everything and like the only way that I really felt like I'm sure that there's a lot of people that feel the way that I felt on that Instagram story and like mm-hmm. you know but maybe they didn't say it and it was like I feel like. It, and people might agree with this or they or they might not but like it takes a lot of courage to do that and i felt like i need to do this i need to show people 
I need to say something. Like I felt, mm-hmm. it felt wrong not to say anything. It felt wrong right. not to say anything. Right. And like, then when I said something, you know, I, and I, and I knew that I was going to get emotional when I said it, but it was like, I, I, uh, I want, I think it just to your point, dude, I want other people to see that that's okay. It's right, okay. Right, to, right. Like, because that's, and that's even real what I thought life. when I saw it, I was like, he's doing this for a bigger, like, he know, I, my, I also thought when I saw it, it's like, he knows, like, he knows what he's doing right now. Like he's doing this. It's for a, a, a purpose bigger than what he's saying, but as well as what you're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I totally knew. I, I and it, it was scary and I didn't know how people were going to respond. And, you know, mo- most of the people that, that texted me or sent me a message like it was responding with love and Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times when I'm really putting my heart out there like people think that there's something wrong and they want to like console me or be like it's okay buddy (laughs) right but I'm like no dude like I'm fine like I'm just right this is part of it this is just like I'm I'm totally fine like there's nothing wrong with me I'm not you know like but um, and, and you're afraid that people are going to be like, oh, little bitch, like, you know, fucking right. crying on Instagram or whatever. I yeah, don't care. If, gonna, if, if you I'm think gonna, that about I'm, me, then like, you know, I like, right. but nobody has said that. I'm sure people thought it, but like, whatever, mm-hmm. like, go away. You know, you're like, those aren't my people, you know, like, it, right. if, if that's the case, then I think that is what you're saying is like, that's a person who hasn't addressed that, like, dude, and I just want to say this a, too. Like, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, there's a lot of people out there who, who are, I think that the reason that there are a lot of people out there that are quick to judge and act like that their shit doesn't sink, and again, I am guilty of it at times, and was for sure guilty of it in my past, but those are people, and my point is, a lot of people have not done their self-work, and I feel yes. like that it's a shame and needs to switch quickly that the self it becomes a priority, and it, it I can remember growing up being taught that self was not the priority, and like yes. that's because the generation before that was taught, that you, and it's it's a it's literally it's backwards. It's and, and it's such a it's such a uh, cultural and societal norm that it it would have to be a pretty large shift in the paradigm to, in my opinion, to get people to understand like we should be teaching our kindergartners self care from day one. Oh yes, absolutely. As, as, a, as a fundamental thing of life. Absolutely, absolutely, dude. I I completely agree with you, and I you know I'm going through like a lot of personal, professional changes. My life is completely different now than it was six months right. ago. Hundred percent. Like I did complete yep. did a complete one eighty in not even six months, like three or four months, mm-hmm. and. Right. Um, that's really scary, and um, you know, it would probably be a lot scarier for some other people. But like, I, I was like, "All right, let's let's go. Let's like, this is changing. I'm ready for it to change. I'm not going to deal with this anymore. Uh, I'm I'm ready for things to be different than how they are." Mm-hmm. Um, right. Uh, and and all of, I was I had been stuck in this place of. Um, stagnation because I hadn't put myself first. And when I mm-hmm. m- flipped that switch in my mind of like, hey, it's time to like put yourself first. And I was taught the exact same thing, dude. Doing things for yourself is selfish. Don't right. don't take care of other, you know, or like you, 
you do everything that you can to make other people happy. And then at the end of the day, yes. if you have time to make yourself happy, if you have time yeah. to watch your favorite show or play a video game or go play golf or whatever, then you can. But Dude, it's insane. That <laughs> mentality, like I, I was literally, I mean, I, I, it's, the thing is, not only was I taught it, but as a young adult, I was like probably 20, 21, 22, that, that age range. I literally can remember this. My, my mom was going through some stuff and I was literally badgering her. I remember one time to be like, mom, cause she was, she was trying to say like, Dan, I've got to put myself first. I've got to take care of myself. I was like, no, I was like, it's not how it works. And I remember I was like mad at her. Like you have to make sure that we're happy. And if we're happy, then you'll be happy. And I remember, and I remember saying it to her and, Gary, I, 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 and I was so sure that I was right. I was just like, how does my mom, a grown up, not see this? Like, this is the problem. And then, yeah. You know, that went on. And years later, I was like, oh, sh-. like when I finally learned that, like, this is what it is, I was like, oh, man, like, I was way off. I was way off. Yeah. Yeah. Way, way off. <laughs> Dude, it, it's like if uh, I work with a coach and he talks about, like, if I'm not alive and I'm not in the state that I need to be in to help other people, like, if I'm not leading myself first, loving mm-hmm. myself first, I can't love anybody else. And it's it's so important, and it's hard to do that. Let's let's not kid a kidder. It's like it when we talk about it, and even when I think about it, it sounds so easy. But then, like in real life, and I don't know, you don't have any kids, but like even having a kid, it's like it's like if I had like, and I'd probably choose this right now. But it's like if if I had to, if I was going through a stressful time with my daughter, and a taking a twenty minute run was something I needed needed to do for me to get my mind right. And or take care of a situation. There are times when I probably would have been blinded by what's happening and, and not taking care of myself first. Does that make sense? What I'm saying I mean, that's the best example, but but it's like this shit's not easy because it's like and then tying back in the empathy thing. It's like when my feelings are going haywire because of someone else's energy. It's like I get fucking lost and confused and I forget. It's like I forget that I got to walk away. Like I because then I'll tell myself if I walk away, then this may come off as me not caring. But in reality. It, it not only comes off as caring, it's like the right thing to do for everybody. So, so it's very, very being aware of it, self-care and, and, and practicing it is good, but still, you know, this is to them, to whoever's listening, like it's, it's just not easy. And like, don't make yourself feel bad if you don't always do it. Yes. Yes. Dude. I was just talking to somebody, the LC the other day, like about, you know, the important part is with self-care is, you can, you can wake up and be like, okay, my plan is to wake up early and work out and meditate and right. journal and do all this stuff before 7 a.m. All things, all things I've told myself at 1230 <laughs> at night when I'm falling asleep. <laughs> Same here, dude. Same here. And then you wake up and you snooze the alarm and you snooze the alarm. And then all day you beat yourself up because you're like, yeah. I should have yep. done this. I didn't do it. Now I'm not going to get it done. I'm such a piece mm-hmm. of shit. I shouldn't have. And and mm-hmm. I think the key, the key is to not beat yourself up and just be like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Like tomorrow right. is going to be better exactly. to, and, and, and after three or four days of that, it's like something yeah. happens and you're like, boom, like you wake up at 6am yep. and, and you, because it's hard when you're on one end of the pendulum and you're not doing that stuff, it's hard to swing to the other side of, you know, oh, well, you know, well, right. changing your true. routine, like, well, you know? And this is true with anything. And, and I listen. I've, I've I've started listening to two awesome podcasts. One of them is Jack Shepherds, and the other one's Conan O'Brien's. Both incredible. 
But uh, the Dak Shepard one on Thursdays, they have expert, like an expert certain fields on. A lot of it's like uh, professors, psychologists, doctors, like, you know, like philosophers, these kind of people. And uh, the one on recent couple couple weeks ago was this guy who basically, I think it was through Harvard, I could be wrong on the school, but had, had conducted another study where, um, you know, basically making changes and how the key to making any kind of change is like literally like babies, like tiny little like, Absolutely. like for example, he, he was an example, like if you want to start doing more exercise or more push-ups in your day, you don't start off, especially to do 100 push-ups a day for a week, you literally start off with doing one, one, and you, and like you pick a time of day where you always are going to do it. And he used the example of a shower, like before you take a shower, he would do one push up, and then like the next day he'd do two push ups, and then the next day was like four push ups. And, and then, and the idea is like, no matter what it is, if you approach it with the mentality of like, kind of like you're saying, like, don't beat yourself up, set realistic expectations, almost under, you know, give yourself a little bit of an under expectation to overperform. And when you when you go about it that way, they they talked about how it not only allows yourself to, you know, learn something new or, or create a new habit that really will stick with your life, but also you avoid what you're talking about of like the pitfall of like saying like I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, journal, workout, meditate, go for a run all before seven AM. Like that's crazy. Like that's like saying, I'm gonna learn how to read a Chinese sentence tomorrow. That's just, it's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, maybe it's Yeah, dude. And and so I I have before coronavirus and quarantine and all this stuff i had developed a routine where i was waking up i was going to bed at 9 30 at night i was waking up at 5 30 in the morning and i would shower journal work out and meditate and Mm -hmm. in make my lunch for the day and get everything and Mm -hmm. get ready for the day all before i left my house at like 7 15 you know right but the first day all i really had time to do was like shower and make my lunch (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and meditate, you know, I think I, right, right. I, I never, I never ever miss a day of meditating. So like, and then, and then I was kind of like, it's trial and error. So I was like, okay, well I woke up at six thirty, and that wasn't enough time. So mm-hmm. I'm going to try to go to bed a little bit earlier. And so I can wake up a little bit earlier and then change mm-hmm. it. And so, yeah, it's like, it, it is baby steps. And I think this society gets us in this point of like, Right. We feel like, oh, but I want to be able to do a hundred push-ups tomorrow. Like, yeah, it's you know, absurd. and it's it, it's not gonna like we don't see the work that a person put in. You know, mm-hmm. so right. I haven't. I had speaking of that, like maybe example. I don't know, if, but I, I hadn't seen my brother-in-law in about five months, and I saw him last week, and he he was like a college, uh, you know, like a college high school and college high level hockey player, always in pretty good shape. You know, but as we get older, things happen. And he had he had got a little bit out of shape, and it was he kind of joked about it. It was kind of like a joke, but you, it wasn't like you know, it wasn't terrible. But he, but I hadn't seen him in five months, and I saw him the other day, and he was like trim and fit again. And I was like, "What did you do?" And he's like, "All I did was just start eating what your sister eats because May's married to my aunt. And I, I, I guess he used the idea of you know a little at a time. And then we I didn't see him for five months, so I don't see this progression. But then it's we see the outcomes. It's kind of to what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, we, don't, we don't realize what it takes, but like he was eating right and started working out again and like did all these small things over time to get to that point. So yeah, we, do, it's, 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 we, we definitely live in a world where the outcome is praised, but there's little acknowledgement or praise for the work to get there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, the outcome is like, yeah, we see the outcome and we're like, 
holy shit. And, and you know, I, I've been, um, I've, I've lost a bunch of weight recently and I've gotten pretty fit, uh, more fit than I've been in probably the last 10 years or so. And, um, it's, it's, it's just a little bit of working out every day. It's not even, it's not yeah. even to the point where like when I work out, I'm not dripping with sweat. That's right. Um, it's just every day I lift weights and I, and I go on a walk or I do pushups and I go on a walk. That's like, right. For me too with that. So I was working out, I worked from September, 2019 until the coronavirus hit. My back kind of went out. I was working out regularly and I got to the point where it wasn't even about getting stronger or like lifting weights to be in shape. It was like, this is part of like what just going there and doing it in and of itself made me feel so good. That's all that mattered. It was like, like, does that make sense? What I'm saying it's like, it wasn't having a little bit of a bigger muscle or looking a little bit better in the mirror. It was like going and doing it and accomplishing it almost every day for six months made me feel like a fucking superhero. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I oh, dude. <laughs> Dude, I, I feel like on the days that I that I do get a workout in, like and, and it's been I could count on one hand how many days since the beginning of the year that I have not worked out. Like just a right. little That's bit. That's how I was for a while. Ten, fifteen minute like I don't even say maybe fifteen to twenty minute workout. I feel confident. Right. I, I have more energy. I feel like when I'm walking down the street, like people are like I don't think people are this way, but like when I walk down the street I feel like, yeah. I'm like a physically fit human being. And if someone's going to look at you and judge you, they'll be like, that guy probably might work out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you can see a little bit of muscle popping out of my arm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. you'd be like, hey, that, that doesn't happen if you don't work out. Like, right, right. so you probably see like, you know, I don't have like, I still have a little bit of a gut, but it's like starting to disappear. And I, I like, but the, everything we're talking about right now goes back to this, uh, this thing in my opinion, where it's like, it's like we have like, it's, it, a again, none of this stuff is easy, and and even though we talk about Absolutely. it in this moment, I'm talking about it as though I've got it all figured out and I've got it. I understand everything to T. The, the reality is like I'm only talking about what I know so far. Yes. What I what has worked so far, and there are most of the time, I'm not. My life is not like I'm talking now. Like most of the time, uh, most of the time, I'm still learning. I'm still fucking up. I'm still making the wrong choice, be it big or small. And so I, I just want it to be known that, like, this is just like a conversation for what we know works when it does work. You know, it, it's not to say that – I guess what I'm trying to say is this shit's hard. Like, yes, we're talking about, yes. like, it's really, like, we know everything, like, it's real easy, but it's like, this shit is fucking hard. Like, it, it, it happens 25% of the time. It's not like I'm living this perfect, like, I've got it all. I know it's like no man. No, most of the time I fuck up. No, dude, and it's like it's like I I was just saying this on a podcast earlier today. This podcast is my perspective. I'm I'm That's not right. I'm not putting this out as me being an expert. This is right. not like this is not necessarily advice on how to get mm-hmm. physically fit. This is like what's worked for me and what work, mm-hmm. will work for me doesn't work for somebody else. And, yeah, and that's, what, and that's what I was just going to say is that the trick is by trial and error and a lot of failing is to figure out the things that work best and then make an attempt, which is what I'm kind of talking about to apply it to your life as often as possible. And, and like I said, it's not easy to do this. It's like, it's easy to know what to do, but like we're tired. 
sometimes we're worn out. Sometimes I'm irritated. Sometimes I just don't feel like it. So it's like, and so it's like, I think that the awareness of it and trying and then like being willing to like continue to evolve is kind of like where it's at as far as the reality of self-care and the reality of positive thinking and the reality of, you know, trying to be better all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and that sometimes positive thinking is not like, you know, I'll go back to like my Instagram story. Like there was no positive thing that – the, the one positive right. thing was that enough people – Banded together to like mm-hmm. reverse a situation, to like make mm-hmm. a make a situation better than what it was. Well, like, but, but I, I see what you're saying, but even in those type of extreme situations, that is to me is fucking. It is like it's huge. Yes, and, and of course it's awful, but it's like thank God that happened, or, or thank whatever you know that that's that had to happen, right? Yeah, yeah, it's and, 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 yeah. To, to that point, it's like. Even in the pulling a positive from a negative is relative to the to the ne- to the negative, right? It's like it can only be as positive as the negative situation was in, to begin with, right? Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it has to swing back the other way. Like, it's, like, it's like you know, if you stub your toe, you know, pull the positive. I, my point is like something horrible happens. It can only get so positive after that. Right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Dude, it's, it's another, a, another thing I want to add real quick is that back to what works for you is that, and this is something that I struggle with big time, especially with my relationship with my my significant other, is that, and this is just the unsolicited piece of advice, is that as best you can, and I'm really trying hard to do this, you can't impose, I can't, what am I trying to say here? There's no point in trying to convince someone else to do things a way that works for you, even though in your mind it surely would work for them. Yes. Maybe some things will, and if those things do work for them, they have to fucking discover it on their own. And it is a a a silly thing to do to try to convince someone else that your way works for them. And uh, to be very clear, this is something I still struggle with today, like literally today, probably right. So so. But I, but I I know for a fact it never works. <laughs> dude, dude, I was, I completely agree. Like I think what you're kind of getting at, and in, in the way that I kind of think about it is projecting what I would do onto someone else. Like, well, this is what makes sense. Like, um, perfect example. It's not a long story. It's like when quarantine first started. Mm-hmm. I I right. I'm by myself. Um, a lot of my close friends know that I'm by myself, that I'm going through this like separation of this relationship and that I just moved in to this new apartment by myself a week before quarantine started. And if I, if that, if, if, if the situation was flipped and those were my friend, my friend was going through the same thing, I would be calling him every day, checking in on him, seeing how he's doing. How are you doing? Hey, can I? Is there anything I can do for you? Do you need any food? Do you need to talk on the phone? Do you need company? Like, what? What's going on? Yes. Not okay. everybody is that way. That's how I That's am. Like, but I'm projecting exactly. my, the way that I am onto another person, and I'm like, oh well, he should be calling me. Why That's is right. he not call? I was getting angry. I was like, why is he not calling me? This is ridiculous. Like, does he not care? Uh-huh. You know. And it's uh-huh. like, uh-huh. and right, then right. when I actually talked to him about it, he was like. 
oh, I just need to realize that like other people like need that connect. Like he doesn't need that connection. That doesn't make right. him a, a bad person. Doesn't make him wrong. Like he thinks about me. He want, oh, I wonder how Wes is doing. But he doesn't think to pick up the phone and text me or call me. You know. Right, and and that's that's your example. It's totally it's, okay. It's literally verbatim what my thought is like. I would do this for someone. Why wouldn't they do it for me or anyone else? Because it's the right thing to do. But then I'm realizing, wait a second, this other person may not have that relationship with themselves to, to offer help to someone else that way, or this person may not be know how to, to be that way, or, or, or is it comfortable for reasons that I can't understand? So there's like all these things. And again, again, ongoing process. You know, this is all these things I'm, I'm learning and trying to figure out and do, do my best with, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, okay, so... Dude, we're we're jamming here. This is like going super deep already. I love it. Um, but, so you uh, just started a new podcast called uh, In Focus. In, in Focus podcast, candid conversations with creatives, hosted by Danny's Office. Hosted by Danny with Danny's Office. That's right. That's me. <laughs> so, yeah, tell so me, how, how did all this happen? So, um, at the end of 2019, well, let me let me start over. Uh, for a while. I've, I've had this idea I, I, I was trying to figure out how I could get in with like the St. Louis photographer model scene because I am a photographer professionally but really I like to do it more as like a hobby as an art just for fun for myself and I could not figure out a, a way to get in with the photographers that I follow on Instagram through my photographer account which is at workwood underscore USA and I kept thinking I, I my 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 first, a lot of my thought about a lot of people that I'm interested in is like I want to learn about them. I want to know where they came from. I want to know who they are. I want to know who they really are as a person. I want to like understand them. I want to like get to know these people quickly, but pretty well. Like connect with them, like relate to them in some way. Um, and so from that motivation and then trying, wanting to be part of that St. Louis photographer model scene and be in that group, I, I, I guess I came up with the idea of like the only way I can like add value to it or give them something is to invite them into the studio, do like a offer them a free mini photo shoot session, whether they're a photographer or a model, and then talk to them for an hour or so on a podcast to like they can use for however they want. They can use it for themselves. They can just be cool. So after months and months of thinking about it and not doing anything, I finally, I'm not sure how or why, but I just sent a direct message to, um, uh, at second try on Instagram, Larry Bonarito. In my opinion, he's the best, like uh, urban or street or whatever the right—I don't know what the right word is. He's, a, he's my, my opinion, the probably hardest working, best photographer of his caliber in St. Louis and even maybe the Midwest area. Um, so I, I, I kind of went for the, the the peak of the mountain right off the bat, and I sent him a direct message with my idea and asked him if he'd come through to talk and do it, and he said yes and was in the studio within 48 hours and we shot for 30 minutes we recorded for like an hour and that kind of gave me the confidence or the, the if anything else like the ability to reach out to other people and say hey I've, I've already got an episode with second try I'd love to have you come in and do the same thing and I started just like direct messaging all St. Louis photographers and models you know like a base like just like a templated message being like hey here's my this is what I'm doing here's would you come in? And literally everyone said yes. Like, like I told, like, like I said before we started recording, like there's been, there was a, a couple models and, and like, kind of like 
like local influencers, I guess, who have like 30,000 plus followers that said yes to come in for free to the podcast. Like people were into it. Like photographers were like into it. They want to tell their story. And it, it very quickly from November till coronavirus started, I probably have like a little bit under 20 episodes recorded. Oh, wow. Um, people came through very willingly and had amazing conversations. It, it became something that felt that, like I told you before, it's like it felt I was doing it. I started it without any expectation of money, without any expectation of success. And and the funny thing is, is that once I had like 10 or 12 recorded, I, I had this moment where I was like, oh, fuck, I have to fucking put these out now. Like, I have to release these for people to hear <laughs> me talk. And, 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 I, and I had done a podcast with you as a guest, so, and it was cool because I, like, you know, it felt validated because you asked me to come on. It was like, I felt like I was, but, like, doing it on my own, like, so, so like, I went to, like, edit the first episode with Larry in my basement because I brought my laptop home, and I had, like, an anxiety attack. Like, I had it all edited, and I was like, I have to fucking publish this right now. Like, I have to. Like, I told him I would. Uh, it's not just me. Like, he's expecting it. And I fucking, like, I was, like, pacing in my basement. I was, like, freaking the fuck out. Because I was worried about what we would think. Going back to the thing we talked about where it's, like, I was so programmed as a kid to, like, it matters what other people think. You have to consider their opinion. You know, what you think is maybe probably isn't always right. You should, you know... Do what I think. And this is talking about my dad, kind of like, you know, like limiting beliefs. That's right. And I love my dad a lot. He's helped me. He's a, helps me a ton and does a lot of good things for me and taught me morals and ethics. But he's a, he, you know, he, uh, in that way, he, he limited, did, he wasn't trying to, he didn't know it, but like he, he definitely unintentionally limited certain levels of myself. Anyway, that's a whole different topic. So, um, what was I saying about the podcast? That you were having an anxiety oh, so, so, attack, so, so, like putting it out. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 right. So I, so I put it out, and it got incredible feedback. Fucking Larry loved it. He, he has a, a real following of like you know really talented photographers and models and other people in that in that culture. But they all fucking loved it. I was getting like a couple messages from like people I never even knew saying love the podcast. You're doing it like you really know how to be a host or like you really are able to connect and relate to these people. It's a very, it seems like you've known them your whole life. And so I, I was like, fuck, so I released another one, same thing, and another one. And so, like, each time I'd get at least one or two messages. I have, like, this one guy who's a super talented photographer who's, like, will still direct messages to me and be like, hey, man, when's the next episode? I need another one. I need, and this is a guy, this is a grown man who I, he's got a family who's, like, a successful photographer who's, like, into what I'm doing. It's, it's a very... But what I was saying before is, like, I feel like the reason it's become what it's become, and again, not to say it's some, like, smash hit, but, like, the, 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 the response I've gotten, I think it is this way, is because I was doing it with no expectation of money, no expectation of success, and like I mentioned before, almost a secret desire for it never to be heard ever. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and I'm not kidding, like, I like, like there, you know, because you, when you talk about shit and let yourself be vulnerable, it's like, and this goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's like in my fucking gut and heart, it's like I know this is who I am. Like mm. even talking, I know it, but I'm so afraid to be it based on these absurd things that happened, you know, things I went through as a kid, my experience, culture, society, all these things. It, it has literally stifled, I think, a lot of elements of who I really am to this moment right now. And like, again, 
people who don't know me who hear this may think this guy may not sound a certain way. He may not sound like he's this way, but I'm telling you, like, like this shit is hard. Like everything we're talking about is fucking hard. So back to the podcast. So it's going amazing. I've interviewed some awesome people. I've met some awesome people. I am now like a definite part of like the studios days crew, like photography model group. Um, they do these really cool events quarterly or like four times a year where, where, um, Casey and Danny, it's, uh, at feels good. Let's go. And, and at BMX PMP on Instagram, they kind of like are the head of the studio days crew. And they like put on these really cool events at different kind of places throughout the year. Or like, for example, like the first one I did was film February. So like in February, they rented out a studio in, um, like near, uh, Schlafly, I think it was, I think that's where it was. Anyway, this really cool, like studio in an old building. And like, we all had our old film cameras and like, I don't know, five or six miles showed up, 10 or 12 photographers showed up. Like, you know, no, there's, we all paid like 15 bucks, like for the space and food. And like for six hours, we just like shot and hung out and like had this amazing day where like everything was like in sync, like no models got frustrated or jealous with another model shooting more. Like no photographers got upset with another photographer taking up too much time with the model. It was like this perfect flow and this perfect, like, uh, it was just like this great day. And afterwards, I talked to Casey about it, and he was like, yeah, man, he's like, "That's he's like, this is why we did this way. It's like we got a group together of people who, like, understand their role, understand who they are in the group, and, like, there's never, almost never issues. Everyone gets it. And go back to the point of, like, or my, my whole thing of, like, doing this podcast for, like, a pure reason. Like, now I'm part of this group as, like, the podcast guy. So it's like they've got, you know, so, so it's like when you, I think that what I'm learning is, like, when we do things, for reasons that are as quote unquote pure or authentic as they can be, that's when shit works out. And what I was saying to you earlier before we started recording, it's like, again, I, I'm starting to kind of see this where it's like that kind of stuff happens with to everyone every day. It's like with things that we're used to or things that we're programmed for in a more positive way or things that we that work out for us on a regular basis. It's like we don't realize it, but I think that like energetically or or something about the way we approach it energetically or or authentically or whatever the word is and it, that's what creates things to work out i'm not saying it's every time because it's not we can, can't like believe we can jump to the moon and like if we really <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Pure, but, but but when it comes to like realistic things it's like and i'm not sure how to hone in on it and i think that some people are better at honing in on it than others but it's like if we're able to get in the right energy space or like whatever that word is when we approach something it will work out the right way or that it needs to work out. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I've like talked for a, for a long time, like 10 whole minutes. Dude, was... dude, I loved every second of it. I thought it was okay. fantastic. Um, yeah, it's just a, yeah. I, I mean, congrats to you for, for doing it because I, I, I it's, I'm, I'm so, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with it. Like I've never felt more like, uh, more self-validated about something ever before. And I, and I have a real issue with that, like a comical issue. with like, I need validation from other people. Well, well, dude, I, need, dude, I, I think I need approval from other people. I think that's, <laughs> I fucking need it. dude, I think that's human. I, I think that's human. <laughs> but like, it's also not very, it's, but it's, you're right, but it's also not very healthy because if you're not getting it from other people, it, it, it's, it can, it can cause some misery. You know, it, it, it can, but I, I think also, well, yeah, I mean, I, I've struggled with that quite a bit in the past, like where it's like, okay, 
social media is a really good example. If I post this mm -hmm. photo of me and 50 people like it, mm -hmm. does that make me feel how do how do yeah, I feel about I, it? I, yeah, see, Whereas I'm, if 150 I'm, people like it, then all of a sudden I feel great. I feel confident. Yeah. And it's like maybe I should just kind of get to the point where it's like I don't care how many people like it. I feel like since I I posted it Regardless of how many likes mm -hmm. this gets, I am comfortable with myself. You know, like, yeah, see, I'm not, it's a hard I'm, place I'm, to be, though. I, I understand that, and I, I'm more in the I'm more in the way of I'd rather have a, approval or a validating comment from like one person that I really need approval from than like a bunch of people that are sort of like I don't really care. Does that make sense? It's like sure. I almost just need it from the right person in the right time, mm. right? It's like you know. And even with the podcast I'm doing, it's like part of the reason I feel so good about it is because without expecting it and almost kind of like thinking that it was going to be a failure, getting these positive responses is almost like it's, it, 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 it helped create the self-validation, if that makes sense. Sure. Versus like depending on it, it's like, I, it's like, okay, if these people that I don't know and will likely never meet and will never meet me are unsolicited sending me this message of, Hey man, thanks for this. I liked it. Or, Hey man, this is something that's cool. But it's like that, that to me is bigger than my 10 best friends being like, great job, Dan. You really, or my mom being like, Oh Dan, I love it. Which is hilarious because when I, when I started the podcast, my motherfucking family, I sent it all to them. And not one of those motherfuckers listened to it for like w weeks, if not months. <laughs> my, my dad. My, and, and so it's like, so, so and the funny thing is my, my dad just listened to an episode about two or three weeks ago that I recorded in December. So I, like in the episode, I was like referencing things in my life that was going on then that weren't true anymore. And then I saw my dad like a week ago and he was like, Dan, you didn't tell me this was happening again. I was like, dad, this was recorded in December. He's like, Oh, he didn't, he didn't like, you know, catch sure. the grass. Like I recorded December and released it in February, you know? So it's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, man. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I love podcasting. I feel like it's such a if you know if this conversation never saw the light of day, I would still. Worth it. I oh totally it's, worth it. It's totally worth with me. You and I connecting and and if we could do this in person, I would give you a big hug after it was over. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hugger. I'm sitting here fucking yeah. holding a Garfield plushy like next to my chest right now. Um, yeah. I'm a huge Garfield nut but like uh, uh -huh. but yeah man I, I think it's awesome like I, I feel like you just what you've even I mean I, you and I have spent like a decent amount of time together and like right. everything that you have to say I feel like you have important things to say and and the it's, things that need to be I, said I, see, I, I agree with you but it's hard to believe that does that make it's like it's hard it, I have I'm not the kind of guy who's gonna I don't know be like things I say are important, but I do feel like that it's pretty decent insight. And I feel like that I'm a, that I am a good enough person with a fair enough perspective to, to, to put certain thoughts and ideas out there to where a good amount of people can relate to it. And that, and that's kind of the whole point of the podcast. Like the podcast is obviously the, 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 the obvious reason is to have candid conversations with creative people, which is who the people I can relate to the most, which is why I chose to, seek out you know it, exclusively creative people versus anybody but the whole idea like the, the overarching idea is to show and prove that we're all connected 
and and the reason that's important and the reason it's important to me to do it this way is because I've talked to a large variety of people, men, women, younger, older, black, white. Uh, shit, I have a podcast with a, and I don't even, and I'm, and I'm, I'm looking forward to learning more how to, to like use the right language for this. But like, I, I'm going to, I have an interview set up with a non-binary, I don't even know what the right verbiage is, but like it was a, anyway, a, a person that's not even defined in a traditional category. Sure, so it's sure. like, so, 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 and, and what I've learned and what I've found is, which is what I knew I'd find is like, we're all the motherfucking same. Like oh, everybody, like, like, we're like oh, they're, they're, and I'm sure if I went back and like picked out each podcast, like there are, there are fundamental core things that each interview holds that are things that were undeniably connected and related to. Does that make sense what I'm saying? That was a little bit of an answer. 100%. Okay, so, so and, and, and it's just every time it's affirming. Every time it's like, oh, this white woman who's 39, who is, you know, who's doing like um, coaching and, and, and workout stuff and, and, and diet stuff for women has the same thing to say as a 21-year-old African-American woman from California that moved here to wrestle at Lindenwood College. Like, there's, except for the way they look and the way they sound, like, the conversation was essentially the same. I, you know what I'm trying to say? Absolutely, dude. And I, I, I think the fact that we think that we're different is what, se- is what creates separation. Like, when That's you, right. But, but, when you really start looking at, like, the universe, uh, not to get too crazy, like... Whimsical. <laughs> yeah, but, like... The universe or the earth or like like if you started looking at this as like this is all just one big giant organism and we're all one right. one cell of it like I'm a cell of it mm-hmm. you're you're one tiny piece of it that that flower is a piece of it that bird is a piece of it if you start looking at it as oneness then it it you start to love every little bitty piece of the universe mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. yourself and 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 then there is no separation. And, and and you're right. So so and this is so I completely align with what you're saying, and I and I feel the same way. But I want I want to make sure I'm saying one thing, and I and I think this will speak to a lot of people out there. And, and I am luckily not one of these people, and I, I my heart goes out to people. And this goes back to this whole trauma thing, and this is something that's become very important to me, even though it's not something that has like directed or affected me me personally with trauma. It's if it's I've I've seen it firsthand, and I love people who have experienced it. And you're, what you're saying, I think is true. And I'm going to have a big but here. The only but is like for people who have experienced horrific things, it is, again, understandably um, understandable that it is very tough to see the world that way. Mm. Because, if, because, if, because if you, and this is, again, I'm, I'm learning this, so it's not going to be a perfect maybe explanation, but like, when you see the world through a lens of fear and terror that is justified and has come to fruition in your life, whether it's once, twice, or five times, or whatever, it's really hard to believe that like you're a part of this connection that you're talking about. Yes, it, I, it, it, I it, agree. It, and, yeah. and, and, mm-hmm. and, and when I used to talk about this stuff, I still at the time thought, and this is another part of my evolution of like my empathy and understanding of other people, is that like it's not the same for people who've gone through that stuff. It just isn't. And like we are, we should consider ourselves lucky 
that we are able to view the world in such an incredible, beautiful, positive way. Because there are so many people who, even though they want to, and even though maybe through their lens they can see it in the distance, or maybe through the vignette of the terror they can see it, but it, this shit is not real for a lot of people who, who go through that. So I just, I believe it, and I want everyone to believe it, but I just want it to be known that, like, it just isn't true for everyone. It's and that's hard, the part we got to yes. remember, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I completely agree. It is hard. It, it is a privilege to have conversations like this. That's right. On this, on this high of a level and on this, like, deep of a level. You know, like, yeah. it, it's a privilege that we can talk about these things and we have to understand that not everyone I, I, I completely agree with you, dude. And and like I like I said, I used to get really frustrated with people that were right. that couldn't see it my way. Mm-hmm. But like but now I get it. Now, I now understand I totally like it. okay, you know, like it's harder it's it, and, and this is not this it doesn't there's no separation between like because I see it this way and you don't, that doesn't mean that I'm better. That's right. And it, it, but it, but it, but it come but we it can come off that way. It and, can. And, and, and it I'll, can. And, yeah. and I'll tell you from in my experience, it has come off that way, and I and I've never felt so terrible learning that me, what I feel is caring and loving and trying to help someone could come off as I'm better than you. Why can't you do it this way? Because that's how it comes off, unfortunately, to some people, and I. I've never felt more sorry for making anyone else feel that way. Yeah, it's, oh. it's it's a feeling that I hate. Ex- dude, exact exact same, exact same. I and dude, this was fantastic. Um, we yeah. we've probably talked for we have talked for over an hour, hour and ten minutes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, but dude, I, I I mean, I don't feel like. We we need to do this again for sure, and I, I okay. like I'll probably say that to a lot of guests. But you and I have done several podcasts together, so I knew this, this is the was second or go, third. I think I think it's third. Yeah, yeah, I know this was going to go pretty smooth. But um, dude, yeah. I I I love everything you're doing. I I appreciate you so much as my friend. Yeah. And we need to stay connected more frequently. Um, yeah. But where where can people find you online? All right, so it's pretty much exclusively Instagram. So uh, my photographer account is at Merkwood underscore USA. So it's M-U-R-K-W-O-O-D underscore USA. My podcast account is at InFocus underscore podcast. And I'm going to go ahead and plug this one. If you're in need of any sort of real estate media services, please go check out um, the Estate Reel. On Instagram. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's the oh. so it's S E S T A T E R E E L. I like that. Real. I like that. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, so. thank you so much for spending yeah. some time with me and and um, man, I just wish I could give you a fucking hug right now. <laughs> virtual hug. Virtual hug. Virtual hug. Virtual dude. There you go. Um, yeah, I appreciate you so much, man. You're you're the best. Um, this will yeah. probably be up in a couple weeks, and I'll I'll tag you and I'll I'll send you a text when it's up. Sweet. Um, Okay, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, much love, brother.